All right, here we go in five, four, three, two, one. Hey. <laughs> Hey. Oh, you're talking, you're talking to the audience, not me, huh? Yeah. So a, you're not actually saying what's up to me. No, I'm saying what's up to you, too. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, man? Hey. We have a camera going right now. Uh, yeah. If you didn't notice, it's recording I know, I saw that. Speak. It's like hidden inside the wall. Actually, I don't know if it's actually recording right now. Let me double check. Because there's no, like... There's no little red light because it's a spy camera. It's recording, isn't it? It's recording, yeah. yeah. There's no indication of that. All right, guys, this is some Pretty laws, Not Bad, a creative's podcast. This is uh, going to be my podcast number one. It'll be pretty not bad. It'll be pretty not bad. Pretty not bad. What do you, Most so, beautiful uh, not bad on the Check block. it out. I'm going to give a little intro of Eric, mm. and then whatever I miss, Eric's going to give an intro about himself. Would you like me to stare you dead in the eyes or look away while you talk about me? Like When it's on like talk shows, a little it, bit I'm, all, I'm like behind the curtain. I'm not even out here yet when they introduce <laughs> the guest. And then the guy, the guy comes out. So That's true. Rather, maybe. Right, here, I'll just maybe you should just. Table. <laughs> wow, that's actually really good. Oh, this is what I'm gonna do from now on. Have people hide under the table. Come on, man. All table. right, so Eric is a Eric Shumney. For you guys who don't know who he is, he is a producer and also a project manager. Am I right, Eric? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's a producer, project manager. I've worked with him a bunch. Uh, he's worked for companies such as Asics. What else? Woo! Microsoft. Microsoft. Disney. Disney. Um, I don't know. A bunch of shit. A bunch of good stuff. A bunch of good companies. All right, here we go. Eric, come on out. Uh, Woo! The fans. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Boy, wow. That green room you got set up is beautiful. I got to say, hummus, delicious, uh, some carrots. I had hummus and carrots. That was good, um, huh? With a little bit of that aardvark hot sauce that you got down there. It was good. No, anyway, but I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Um, what, were you, what were you saying? No, I wanted to bring you on this podcast because I feel like you got a lot of insight and mm. quality information people would want to hear about. Top quality Top notch. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Speak- the bar is, like, let's just say, this is raise it. You know, this is going to be the best podcast you've ever heard. No doubt. Right, Pat? You're going right. to up to that expectation. Okay, yeah, let's do it. This podcast, you will, you will unsubscribe to all of your other podcasts. No, don't, just to don't listen to do this that. Podcast because you're not going to need anything else in your life. We're going to cover everything. No, don't From do health that. and nutrition to cars and, <laughs> and engineering to from space to plants, to, from dirt to the moon. Now he's just messing with you. I mean, we'll see where the podcast goes. But yeah, anyway, I wanted to. Glad, uh, glad, glad, glad to be here. I wanted you to actually talk a little bit more about yourself. Okay. You not recently jumped into freelancing, but you went into yeah, freelancing. Yeah, like seven months now. Weird. Dang, that's, a, that's actually good. Yeah. How are you feeling? Oh, uh, at nights it's a little cold in my tent underneath <laughs> the 101, but during the daytime it's pretty pretty dope. Oh Home, homeless chic is in. Let me tell you that. No, it's not. We're dressing like a homeless man. I, no, that's layers in. and yeah, all that you're stuff. Right, People you're love right. it. I had to think about that for a second. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's going well. I just did my bio for pretend work, so I'm, I'm trying to think of what I wrote in there. I could just like read that Can for. I- for those who uh, don't know what pretend work is about, it's still a secret. Yeah. So, but I'm he not. wrote he wrote a bio on mm-hmm. pretend work. 
Yeah. Which so, is coming out hopefully soon. Okay, this is going to come right. out probably a week from today, if anything. Well, that'll be right before Valentine's Day. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. To those listening in the future, um, after we're long and dead, you can remember like, whoa, <laughs> this podcast is from February 2018. Weird. Weird. Okay, but seriously, let's oh, yeah, get yeah, back yeah, in the zone. So, um, yeah, my name's Eric. Eric Shumney. I'm left-handed. I am a wear producer, manager, and stuff. I do wear glasses. I provide good insights, but personally, I have bad eyesight. Oh, I gotta stop clapping. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I like uh, working with creative people. I like kind of being part of that brain brainstorm process. And while I can't execute on the creative stuff, I like to do what I can to help it happen. Yeah, seamless, efficient, budget schedule booking whatever buzzwords so yeah whenever i'm on set eric is the guy who's like patrick you got like five minutes left patrick mm -hmm. if you don't finish this in two minutes no lunch no lunch man but he always gets lunch yeah do i finish on time am i pretty good with time yeah because i tell you you have five minutes left when you have like seven that that's way a, it's a that's secret. his that's a secret tactic it's, it's my secret it's my insight for the day no more insight out of me that's it what thank you <laughs> going home well but yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's why I'm here, I guess. That's why I presume I'm here, because I yeah. work on stuff. Work on websites, work on digital content, work on photography, work on some videography, calligraphy. How is it being a part of like the photo world and fun. producing that? Yeah, that's the main thing I've been doing as a freelancer. So uh, after doing digital stuff for yeah. like three or th yeah, like three or four years, it was uh, good to be able to be on set. kind of feels like a little field day. For yeah. sure. It's a little hectic, but... Yeah, as long as you keep it organized, nothing to worry about. Plan accordingly. Yeah, you're the one who has to keep everyone organized because mm -hmm. as creatives, we're always, we always drift off doing our own thing and forgetting what the deadlines are. Not all the time. And Eric know. is like one of those guys that gets that lasso. I'm just like goes, a cowboy. <laughs> what am I, whipping you guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, they, like if you're working whip. too slow... Or not following Really back in. Wait, yeah. that's fishing. Fishing, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I could be a cowboy or a fisherman, whatever you want. Yeah. You could be whatever you want in this life. Brandon yeah. Wall quote. But I'm stuck being this. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. This is a very loose form of a podcast. This is actually all scripted. Nah, it's not really scripted. <laughs> Could you imagine how much time we'd spend writing this script? That, that would, would be, be so ridiculous. Worth it. Because I'd have like a, a real zinger right now to like throw in if I wrote a script. Yeah. Or maybe I wrote this into the script. Yeah, but let's, let's get back for the people who are tuning in. Let's talk about new gear that has been back in our lives. Back or in our lives. back in my life. Your life. Yeah, but it, yeah, sure. So did you notice what camera I'm actually shooting with? Yeah, that's Canon. That's right. You didn't even like put black gaff tape over the name. I know. So I've been shooting Fuji, what, for the past year? Since and March of 2017. It is the number one camera that I'm like pretty much using. Um, but for more of my mini shoots or even shooting video, I'd bring out the 5D Mark IV. So yeah. it's been easier that way because some clients that you run into don't need that big of a file because you're going from like... 130 megabytes to 30 megabytes or like 40 megabytes yeah i only have like 100 gigs in my <clears throat> google drive so i can't hang with those 200 megabyte files yeah that'd be bad yeah i'd fill fill up my 
my uh, cloud storage. Also, if you if you're tethering, I, you've witnessed this. Whenever you tether with a a medium format camera, it takes forever for the data to transfer to your computer. Mm-hmm. So hey, this is gear related. I have a question. Yeah, your tether cord is orange. Yeah, I feel like whenever I see a tether cord, it's orange. Why? Why is that? Is that like a brand? Is no, it a, it's so you, so you're able to see that that's the cord, and you don't trip on it. But I mean, are all tether cords made orange, or do you buy the orange one? There's an there's a brand, yeah. Okay, because like you use it, other it, photography people that I've worked with. It's use called it. Tether Tools. Hmm, convenient. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was just curious. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like there's a blue cord out there, but I don't know what that's called. But there's it, black cords out there. But you, but if someone's using a black tether cord, you're like, well, playing with fire, man. Well, you might not see it, and you might trip over it. So that's why they made the orange ones. Yeah, that's smart. That's so smart. yeah, right. kind of like our names here. Yeah. Also, the inside of my buttons are orange. Oh sweet! Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So snazzy. My, uh, my jacket matches the background. Snazzy e. It's also a tan jacket and a tan backdrop. <laughs> I could probably blend in. Yeah. Garden State, good film. Whoa. Another reason why I got the uh, Canon 5D Mark IV is the speed. I felt like with the with the Fuji, you get quality and it's pretty accurate. But the Canon, you can just fire shots, and if people are moving really fast, you can take those pictures mm-hmm. and not pretty much not miss. Yeah. Well, that's giving too much credit. Well, I mean, as a talented photographer as yourself, you know, you won't miss. Whoa. I'll probably miss. No, you probably wouldn't miss I'll either. Miss the, I'll miss the shutter button. No, it's just, it's it's honestly a good all-around camera. Mm-hmm. So I, I needed to put that back into my, my gear, I mean, we, my gearbox. We uh, recently Pelican collaborated case. on a shoot for the Super Blue Blood Moon last week, January 31st. It was super sick, but the camera you used was... The Canon 5D. And that's because... Mark IV. The reason being that we needed to get that lens. There right? was yeah, there wasn't enough lens for the Fuji. Fuji, you guys need to kind of take it up a couple notches and bring out give, some lenses. Give Patrick some free lenses. No, not give me free lenses, but that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got your back, bro. Don't you? I do enjoy shooting with that Canon. I'm actually gonna probably be shooting with it a little more till more commercial work comes in, and I'm gonna be using that for for the higher end stuff. So I think there's like different tiers that i'm going to be yeah, putting the canon in or the fuji in so, on the shoot. Yeah. so if you had to describe each camera in only five words precisely five words whoa how would you do it so 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 the fuji yeah five words i would say it's quality mm-hmm. whoa okay how about it has to be it has, it has to be a five word sentence five word sentence yeah quality and it's also <laughs> <laughs> oh, saved by the bell, bro. Uh, hold on. I need a. I do need to silence my phone. That's actually pretty annoying. My bad, guys. Let me silence the computer too. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, don't apologize to me. Wow, put me on the spot. I think yeah, it's honestly it's quality, mm-hmm. and I do like it. That's it. <laughs> quality and I do like. All right, so that's the Fuji film, Canon. Durability and it's really fast. All right, awesome. Yep. So yeah, I guess that is like kind of wraps it up. Like what you're saying, quality Fuji films dope. So give me a sentence about you. Okay. With you only have five words. Really puts Patrick 
Mmm, tough situation. <laughs> oh man. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, about. Well, let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. So um, now you guys know a little bit on why I'm I brought Cannon back. Mm-hmm. He's bringing Cannon back. Anything uh, technology related that you want to talk about? Yeah, sure. So uh, in college, I um, would use Google Docs a lot. You've been using Google Docs a lot? Uh-huh. <clears throat> in, in college, I'd use Google Docs a lot. Uh, basically, the last year of college, I realized, hey, me and my homies in my classes, we should just make a Google Doc and take notes together in this Google Doc. Like, why are we all taking separate notes? So we'd all just take notes in the same doc. Ended up getting kind of unproductive. We, we would just like, change the formatting of other people typing stuff. Or like chat or write. Yeah, random. just end up chatting in there. But it worked because we could put all our notes in one spot. Right. And then um, I graduated college, and like what happens when you finish education is you forget everything that you mm-hmm. just learned anyway. So I got a new job, and I was like, you know what? I've been hearing about Evernote. I'm going to start using Evernote because Evernote's dope. So I started using Evernote for like professional use, and I found it to be very helpful syncing to like my phone and stuff really easily, drop photos in, whatever. So I used Evernote from like 2012 all the way into my next job at a design agency through until like 2015 probably. And then I realized why why not use Google Docs? Because I was using Google Docs at that point to like write content, for like scripts for motion videos or infographic content, whatever. Right. So um, I was already getting used to kind of how Google had redone its storage system with Google Drive and all that stuff. So I switched to Google Drive for everything, and now all that stuff's on the cloud that's more easily manageable than Evernote, in my opinion. More easy to, or it's easier to format, um, easier to keep track of, easier to search through stuff, and it's free. With Evernote, to be able to do everything that I'm doing with Google Docs, um, I would have to pay. So I stepped away from Evernote. I do like their logo. I think it's fun. It's Elephant. It's pretty cool, the branding, but obviously I like Google Drive more because it's also has a Google Sheets and all that stuff, and you can link to Sheets within Google Docs. So that's basically what I use for everything. That part now. is all good. I'm still using Evernote, so. I mean, a lot, of, I, people, a lot I, of people I do. still enjoy it. Yeah. I, I enjoy some of the features that you still get, like, under the free, not free trial, but under the free version. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's really easy to open up your notes really fast, see if you have a checklist of whatever, mm-hmm. and then you can keep making new books. Yeah. And I think, or, like, I think that is the reason why I do like it I get it's just another like way of organizing I guess mm-hmm. but I can see why Google Sheets I mean Drive yeah Google is Drive good. is just yeah. yeah I mean everyone can do their own thing if you're doing more of just like checklists and things like that then like obviously you're not going to need Google Sheets yeah. so you're not going to need to link to those other documents and you're not going to like the way that you could share with other people Google Docs works way better right. if I take notes from a phone call and I just like tag you in the comments of my Google, my Google Doc. You get you're, an email about you're it. pretty organized. You, so. you organize a lot of things, yeah, including places to eat in LA. Oh yeah, you're you're in LA now. Yeah, yeah. I moved there when I started freelancing. That's correct. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Those who may not know that. Yeah. And also, if you didn't know that, um, why why aren't you following me on Instagram or something? Why don't you talk? Why don't you talk to me? Huh? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I, I like using Google Sheets for random stuff like organizing bars and restaurants in LA that I've been to and. My vinyl collection, music that I've listened to this year, all that stuff's on Google, on Google uh, Sheets. So back to your production skills. Mm-hmm. So many of them. 
<laughs> well, I want to talk about more on the photo side on how do you entice photographers or like help photographers get organized usually. Usually people... Because a lot of photographers out there, they're too focused on the mm-hmm. shoot itself. Mm-hmm. So talking to the client and making sure that everything gets done, how is like a producer role very beneficial to get those things out or to go get those things done and even with like catering and props and all that sometimes um your client thinks that the photographer does everything Mm -hmm. so yeah i just wanted to bring that up because i think that the best thing to do is just make sure that you ask questions i always like you know they say that there's no stupid question Mm -hmm. Uh, like there totally are stupid questions i was gonna say like a hundred percent, but there are. Like, also it's no it's also questions. helpful to ask stupid questions sometimes, just because like you want to just make sure someone knows something, and so you can just ask them like an obvious question, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, it's this." And then if they don't know, then that way you didn't condescendingly tell them what something is or whatever. I don't know. So asking questions about everything, no matter how big or small, is helpful. Yeah, and then obviously like making sure that you ask the right questions to make sure that you find the value of the project early on, see what the client is trying to get out of this situation, like right. why they're doing this, and making sure that the photographer knows that. And that's always just something that you need to make sure in the back of your head. When you get more tasks as the project develops, you got to be double check it with, hey, this is what they told me they're looking for. Let's make sure that this is hitting that mark. Yeah, And that's what I try to do. Um, so that way, if it's not hitting the mark, I could run it by the client and be like, hey, are you sure you need this? Right. Um, maybe you don't. Usually they'd be like, oh, you're right. This is, ah. we don't really, um, this is more like if we have extra time stuff. And, and I'd be like, oh, well, it would have been cool if you told us that. But you don't say that to them. I was um, going to say, so how does yeah. a photographer hire a producer? Because that's also another thing. Like, when yeah. do you know when to hire, when does, when should a photographer hire a producer? When you feel like, you're doing work that is taking you away from focusing on photography. So if you're like, I could be spending this time editing photos or doing another photo shoot or cleaning my gear lovingly on the back porch in a rocking chair, looking at a sunset, (laughs) but instead I'm like writing these emails or dealing with these invoices. So when what you're working on takes away from what you consider your work, then you should consider like, Hey, finding someone. Maybe Eric should consider using a different word than "consider" in one sentence because he keeps on saying "consider." But yeah, you get the idea. That's good. No, that's good. That's good to hear because um, I know there's a lot of photographers out there who definitely do everything outside of photography just to get the photography done. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes that sometimes that works if it's yeah. if it's manageable and great. If you feel like it's too much, but I mean, then it's like worth. And it's, I, I would say it's worth looking into just to be like, okay, yeah. maybe I could get someone to help me out. If someone were to hire a producer, mm-hmm. rates can probably vary in like all ranges, right? Yeah. You work within If you work in a personal... small, yeah, if you work for a small company, there'd be a different rate. If you're working for something personal, it'd probably be different. Mm-hmm. It just really depends on like the workload and... Yeah. The type of work and what's expected from you. Yeah. So make sure that... I mean, photographers, just creatives in general, you got to make sure that you just value your work consistently and properly, you yeah. know, so you're not just underselling yourself or something. As a producer, you got to do the same thing where you know that your work is valued at a certain number. So do your best to make it work within whatever budget is for that project and communicate with the team to see how you could 
you know, best make it happen. Sometimes you got to um, eat a little bit, but sometimes you could. When that time happens, like when the client gets mad, mm-hmm. how do you kind of manage the client and help the photographer get the work done and like meet these deadlines? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's why it goes back to like early on asking questions and making sure if the client's mad, then as a producer, I should already know why yeah. they're mad and be like, okay, they're going to probably not like this, uh, but it's too late to change it. Or for some reason you have to show it to them. Yeah. Um, then you should already know that they're going to be upset about it. So you should frame it in a certain way with the client um, and tell them like, these are the reasons why this is like this. Bring back up the objective from the very beginning. These, this is how this still matches your objective in our point of view or something. And then if the client really doesn't like it for whatever reason, um, you just have to check like, did we do what they asked? Yes or no? If you did, then that's like more cut and dry with the client. Be like, hey, like we did what you asked under the amount of time and budget. And what you gotta set the expectations early, basically. Right. And you achieve it. And producers and project managers, they're this is what they specialize in. So they're mm-hmm. good at communicating. And mm-hmm. as a photographer, like I have a hard time communicating with my clients well, sometimes. I mean, even if you're so I, it's I, like I think that you communicate really well personally, but Thanks. Yeah, yeah. But even if you but I mean, do like, then you shouldn't have to have that on your plate. Right. When there when there are times under pressure, Mm -hmm. your creativity starts going away. Mm -hmm. So it's like having someone protect that part Mm -hmm. of it actually helps out tremendous. Like it helps out a lot. Yeah, that's cool, man. Thank you. Thanks for uh, sharing that. That that was some good insight. We do have a question of the day, though. Oh, all right. A question of the day. Yeah. So um, is this going to be a thing? Are you going to ask everyone Is it with questions of the day? Yeah. This is going to be a thing. Question of the day. Is it going to be different for each person? This is, or is this specific for me? I think this one's specific for... It'll be different for each person, but okay. this one's not specific for you, but it's just oh. like, so you since you are a freelancer... Didn't tailor the question for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Since you are a freelancer and... I'm pretty sure there are a lot of freelancers out there that do listen to podcasts. I mean, and a lot of everyone else, but yeah, you could be working in a job and still find, I know uh, that's true. I mean, I was a retoucher back in the day, listening to podcasts all day. Cause I didn't, I felt like listening to music forever was kind of unproductive. So I wanted to use my sound skills and learn while I'm doing the same thing over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. no, but um, since this is the first podcast, I wanted to bring up what was one of your very like first mistakes as a producer or first mistakes as being a, a project manager that you corrected and mm-hmm. moved forward from it. Okay. Am I, am <laughs> because I, really I gonna think have to, am like, I going to have to give my first mistake or are you going to also give your first mistake too I'll to give, make it even? I'll give my first mistake. Okay. You want me to go first? Oh, I wasn't saying if oh, go you first. Can... I was just curious if like this was just going to be no. Eric's, Eric's mistake <laughs> hour, and then and then it'll be the the wrap. No, up I of just the think um, people need to hear that mistakes do happen in our careers, and mm-hmm. and we all pull through from it. Yeah, or maybe not. I or don't maybe know. not. Maybe you just crash and burn. Baby. No, but usually, yeah, yeah. There's a lesson to be learned in every for mistake. sure. So if you walk away from like like a, a thing is like if you feel a pain point in a process, that's fine. If you feel that pain point again, then that's when it's not good. Because you see it, you feel it, you recognize it, you keep it from happening next time. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, so um, I'll just do first mistake from just uh, professional job out of college job. Yeah. So I was a 
I was more on the marketing team at the time, although I was working with the creative team, kind of like a creative marketing department project manager. So one of the parts of the marketing side of my job was um, getting you know products sold in various ways. So right. email, email marketing was something, working with influencers was something. And I was working with some company that we found, or I found, whatever. They had a big uh, email base of like one point something, 1.3 million subscribers on their email list. They had an open rate of whatever percent, blah, blah, blah. Seemed really nice. At this job, we kind of had a different focus every week. And their base lined up with our focus for the week. So I was like, hit them up ahead of time, you know, and planned out. Um, paying them to get uh, a little ad in their in their newsletter like sent out for us that would support the products for that week and so I paid them money to do this because that's how business goes and then they did it and they totally messed up the banner that we gave them Uh-oh. like for some reason they were like hard coding it into their email and like se- had to separate it out into like four different images that they patched back together so there's like lines like through the image so it just looked like garbage and then the click rate wasn't anywhere near what they mentioned it was supposed to be to us and obviously i can't be like hey you promised this because they didn't promise anything yeah they just tell you what it usually is and um that campaign that email campaign sucked really bad so we like lost money on that the roi was no good and i was just like can you explain what that is uh, the return on investment. So let's say it was $100. It was much more than that. But let's just say it was $100 <laughs> to run this email campaign with these people. Yeah. Um, I would want to make $300. Have a three-to-one uh, ROI. That's great. But when I pay them $100 and I make $25, that's then that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. So um, that's what ended up happening. It was bad. And um, it was just like an awkward, like, uh, shit. Oh, are you going to bleep out curse words? No, you can fucking say whatever you want Whoa. here. All right, so I had to go to the fucking <laughs> financial officer, the CFO. We don't really cuss, but that was just a... So try not... What? Okay, so anyway, so yeah, I had to like, talk to like the CFO <laughs> and like explain to him, like, hey, this is why this chunk of the marketing budget went to shit, went yeah. to the garbage can, went to the dump, the city dump, flushed down the toilet. Um, so I, yeah, that's a... Yeah, those conversations are never fun. But what I learned from that is basically don't trust anyone ever. No, but for real. Yeah. Uh, what I learned <laughs> was basically like, if you're going to do something that's going to be that big of a risk, yeah. then test it first. Uh, make sure that who you're working with is someone that isn't, you know, sketchy. Because yeah. they end up being like weird. We never work with them again. Um, I don't think that the numbers they're telling us were actually legitimate. So, like, yeah, there's a lot of sketchy people out in the business that are down to take advantage of, uh, of, of like your work. So for sure. So yeah. So your thing. So ask questions. It's always good to ask the right questions too, right? Yeah. Exactly. So and, and just research. Yeah. So if it's something my father always told me, one time, he said, if it's too good to be true. That means that it probably is. So that's like wow. I know. 
That's that's awesome. Yeah. So if anything, if anything seems too good to be true, just forget about it. It's not true. <laughs> it's just a sad, depressing life we live. Anyway, Pat. <laughs> so how? Well, how that's about a good. Uh, that's good to know for sure. So what's good to know on your end? Embarrass yourself. In front oh of man, Pat. Yeah. So Mistake. so back in the day when I used to shoot weddings, one of my very first wedding shoots, I wanted to get the gig so bad, so I charged very low. It was it was really low. <laughs> That's not good. But I mean, you're extremely fresh, low. You're, you're okay, fresh out of the college I'll, I'll, world. Yeah. I'll tell you how much I did my first shoot at your own risk, or one of my first shoots. Okay, so I I gotta I gotta tell you guys I've done multiple, You've done multiple shoots, shoots that are low budget and low price. So this first wedding shoot, well, not first, one of the first wedding shoots that I've ever done mm-hmm. was seven hundred dollars. Cool. I'm gonna and I worked. That rate when I, I worked 12 hours, no breaks, and that included editing the photos afterwards, including oh, that's including good. the editing the photos. <laughs> I was only able to photograph the bride's right side of the face. She told that... she told me this the day of. Oh, so it was a request on her end. It was a request on her end. So okay. you know what? It's awkward. Knowing me though, it's like I was pretty stoked still. Mm-hmm. So I like powered through. Like, I shot right, everything. Half as much work, only the right side of her face. <laughs> I got really tired after like the eight hour mark Mm because I'm realizing like, wait, I have no food. (laughs) Where was this at? I didn't pause. It was in Anaheim Hills. Okay. So at least it was like nearby. Yeah. 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 So I did this entire Mm -hmm. shoot. You and your camera. Me and my camera. Yeah. And um, after the eight hour mark, I'm like, wow, I actually don't have any food in my system. I'm -hmm. I'm feeling really tired and I'm still shooting. I'm probably, I don't know. This was probably over 2000 shots. A lot of shadows, and I realized, wow, I'm giving them more pictures than how much, how many dollars I'm making. Mm, yeah, but I didn't think of it like Ten that at the time. Photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went through my entire day, uh, gave them the photos, and guess what? They only gave me half and of the, of the, the seven hundred, and I gave them the photos already. Just raw photos, edited photos, raw and edited. Oh, that's not good. So <laughs> this is a big giant knock in the in the yeah. forehead. Yeah, so with that I've learned multiple things. <laughs> mm. Make sure to eat food. Yeah, that make sure to eat food. But um no, but honestly learn how to price yourself. Learn self value. No matter how like difficult the shoot is, you need to add more dollars into those amounts. Kick it up a couple hundred. Yeah. Bucks. I mean, you're 200 paid for bucks. what you're doing if you're going to be yeah. working harder. But it, even yeah. for, yeah, just like learn learn how you shoot. Learn what your work, what your work is worth. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Put yourself through a contract, you know? Like give yourself oh, yeah. a contract that way they have to and give you. them a contract. That way they pay you <laughs> yeah. the entire amount. In an amount of time that's reasonable. And in an amount of time that's reasonable. Like yeah. that all was important mm-hmm. um, no matter what, you know? Um. So try not to do things under the table and start creating invoices. That's a, that's a big plus. Yeah, that, so, that makes sense. I'm sorry you had to go through that. No, it was, it was rough. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, too, that opened up my eyes. Did I tell you the story with Brandon? Brandon Wall? I know Brandon Wall. You know Brandon Wall? I know Wall? a lot of stories that involve him. So Brandon Wall is going to be um, hopefully in a future podcast. You hear that, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. Right. He's he's a good buddy. No, Brandon used to be one of my old roommates, and he's like, long story short, well, long story long, I'm in my room upstairs, and 
he walks in, he looks over my shoulder and he's like, what are you editing? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just editing pants, you know? Yeah. And casual. Um, casual pants. And he's like, oh yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what are they charging you? And I was a like, question, Mr. Wall. And I, and I looked at him and I was like, oh man, I don't know if I should tell this guy or if I should. <laughs> but I ended up... Uh, Careful who you share your rings with. <laughs> I pretty much told him how much I was making. Mm-hmm. We well, were already living with him at the time. Yeah. So it's not like he was some random dude. He looked at me and he's like, are you serious? And I told him, yeah, I have. I actually have another shoot with them. I'm trying to figure out the price. I was wondering, maybe you can help me out on this. Yeah. He's like... This is when you first started freelancing again after yeah, yeah, yeah. a while of full time, right? And um, here he goes and he's like, you know your work is worth more than that, right? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's probably worth three or four times as much as what you think. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. My work? Is it really like that? You know, <laughs> he's like, Hey, if you write this email and then you put the price that you want on it, times it by three and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to lose the gig. If I do something like that, I ended up writing that email, but he was like, you should try it, you know? And, um, you know what? I like typed the email, sweating bullets, sweating bullets, <laughs> pushed up my rate by a lot, mm-hmm. by a lot. And that heart rate. And I already go it up, and uh, I hit the enter button. I sent I sent the mail. I sent the email, mm-hmm. and I freaking ran. Yeah. I was like, I can't look. Went straight to the bar. And Dude, I was sweaty. It was tough. I'm no, scared. I didn't take any shots. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes later, I get like a email notification. Mm-hmm. I go back up and I read it, and it says like, Yeah, let's do it. We're good to go. That's pretty not bad. That's pretty not bad, right? Yeah. yeah. So. That right there opened up my eyes, and I'm like, dude, this guy kind of kind of opened up my eyes and made me realize that you can price yourself whatever you want as long as your work speaks for itself. Yeah. You can and, price yourself um, whatever you want, but unless your work is at that caliber. Right, 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 right. Then it's, you know. Yeah. So, like, and, and also, you'll never know if you don't try. Mm-hmm. So it's always a good thing to test out the water and see what you can actually do. Mm-hmm. to position yourself to not only catch up and like pay your bills but also to get ahead one benefit as a freelancer is there's an opportunity for you to go even further than that and then also you get more uh, time and supposedly you get, as yeah. long as you manage it properly do you feel like you had a lot more time to yourself as a freelancer yeah I feel like I was able to figure out like how much time I need to spend working and how much time I need to spend not working is it is it scarier than you thought or is it actually not that bad Oh, it just depends. Yeah, it just depends on how busy you are. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's either like it seems like it's either too busy or not busy enough. Huh. Um, so that's why you got to kind of like even it out and catch yourself to make sure you're not overworking or underworking and figuring out what. Just finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And life's a seesaw. As they seesaw, say. seesaw, seesaw. Uh, is that just a like that? Is that a reference to something? I have no idea. Oh yeah. But you yeah. Get some rickety. Playground equipment in your childhood, man. Mm. I see saws. I'm like, seesaw, <laughs> Wait, that sounds well, really. Well that sounds very. That sounds really nice. Yes, actually. it does. It yeah. sounds like a nice seesaw ride instead of some rickety, rusty. All right, Eric. Okay, yes. Yeah, so to rip on your seesaw. Back, back on track here. Hey, yeah, you're the ones to reel me in. Yeah, I so fisherman today, baby. So check this out. I'm a fish. Um, before we end this podcast, we kind of want to drop some knowledge. Again? Burr, burr, burr. No, drop more. Drop 
Drop some like, knowledge. Is that like a, like a foghorn with like a frog in its Brazilian throat? Brazilian horn? <laughs> that, that boat's going to get hit, man. That foghorn is not working. It was probably at the end of the foghorn. Yeah, they're just like, oh, shoot, man. We are dead in the water. Put right. the lights on. All right, anyways, we should drop some more knowledge. and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, is there anything that you want to leave the audience to you know, take away from and give them some good advice that you think that would be helpful in their careers or help helpful to photographers or helpful to producers mm-hmm. or helpful to creatives in general, just anything that you think of that you can push out that you want to be like, Hey, this is blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Do you want the, the, the long winded version or just like straight to the chase? Get I it, got it. Good. You can, Say whatever you want. We got right, time. I'll give you the short version. We got time as long as this thing keeps rolling. Yeah, so I would say that, yeah, there's some there's a generic piece of advice that I got from a teacher in high school before I dropped out of her class. I was going to say, what's her <laughs> name, but never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah you, know, you don't even know her name. Yeah, no need. Uh, it was a, it was a history, no, English class. She didn't like me because I talked to the students. I really? was also a student. She just didn't like me talking in class, but... Right. She had a thing on her wall, and it said, it said prior planning prevents poor performance. That's basically uh, true. So, And it's alliteration, which is great. Love alliteration. It's basically like as good at remembering stuff as rhyming things. So, yeah, that's just something that you got to remember when it comes to, like, if, if a project comes up and you're super hyped on it, then just like make sure that you plan properly. Otherwise, it'll probably be a mess. Yeah, it's always good to think ahead sometimes and to prepare. Yeah. Prep for unless the future. You wanna, unless you want to have poor performance. Wow. Then don't priorly plan. What about for the people who want to be spontaneous sometimes? You could still plan. That's true. If I was true. like, hey, Pat, let's, go to, let's go to Vegas tonight. You'd be like, whoa, okay. And I'd be like, fill up the gas or fill up the car with gas before we leave. And oh, crap. Like, I forgot my C-stands. Not spontaneous enough, Eric. Loser. And then you run out of gas halfway in the in the desert. <laughs> then you're like, I'm by like that Zizix road, and I'm like, whatever, man. Is it Zizix or is it Zizix? I don't know. I That's think it's a, like Zizix. I think Zizix is the ba- is a band. But Zizix sounds correct. Then I okay. It could, it's too late. I already backpedaled. I don't know. Yeah, what it it's is. either or. But it, but no, I get you. Yeah, Sorry, you I was make just it to Baker. Get, they got good jerky down there. They Daily do beef jerky. Oh yeah, I've been there once. Yeah, it's good jerky. They do have a lot of good jerky over there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and that's how the you prices still aren't be, too bad either. You'd still be spontaneous and planned at the same time. They aren't yeah. mutually exclusive for sure. Which means that you know you can do them both at the same time. You hear that, guys? Plan ahead. No, could you repeat the? <laughs> what, what was the saying, Pat? Do you remember what it was? Yeah, I do. Okay, prior, prior planning, planning prevents me, pre- poor I was gonna say <laughs> the peas. They're all peas. Wait, but that's five P's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five P's. Prior planning prevents poor performance. performance. Yeah. Five P's. I was actually going to tell you Mm -hmm. three P's. Well, now I was going to drop some knowledge with three P's. Five P's more than three P's. If we were eating food, I would be more satisfied. Not really. I don't like P's. No. Prior planning prevents poor performance. Wait, that was that's mine. Yeah. The five P's. Yeah. Which and I'm is, just, I'm repeating that because it's amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We could thank my history teacher that kind of dropped out of class. <laughs> Sometimes you learn uh, Sometimes you through history. Get it? No, no. Oh, sh- no. I keep on saying history teacher is a language arts teacher. Oh, shoot. 
Well, then you don't learn through history. I never ended up reading The Good Earth. I hear it's a good book, but... Probably. Yeah, back to... uh, What's your knowledge that you're going to drop? Back to some knowledge that I'm going to drop. I want to talk about the uh, three Ps. You want to talk about your P. Three Ps. Yeah, yeah, three. Your Ps, yeah. Yeah. This one is a good way for you to figure out if you want to work with this client or not, or if you have a project coming up and you're like, should I take this job or should I not take this job? Mm -hmm. So here are the three Ps. So the first P is people. Um, Do you like the people? Do you like the Mm -hmm. client? You know, do you think this person can actually help you network? Do you think, is this person friendly? Mm-hmm. Do you think you can actually gain a really good friendship? Or Someone, are they like sketchy and weird? Or if they're sketchy and weird, yeah. Yeah. But no, you don't want sketchy you gotta, and weird. You gotta give them all a chance. Talk to them, feel it out. So people. yeah. So let's say, yeah, you got, so you got this project. Do well, you like the people? P. Yeah. Three Second P uh-huh. is project. Oh, Do you okay. like the project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you like the project? Would it be good to put this project in your portfolio? That's also a P. That's also a P, but that's not a part of the piece. Don't that's, don't that, confuse people. That's a sub P. Yeah. Yeah. Subcategory. So do you like this project? Do you think this project is going to give you some experience learning how to light better for your next gig? Is it going to be beneficial for you? You know, you're able to put in your portfolio. Well, yeah, you could make money off of them. But no, yeah, yeah you put in your portfolio. That's or, the next or, thing. Or you so, learn something off of it. So the third P is pay. Oh, yeah, that's a P. Yeah. It so, checks out. Yeah. So does this project pay well? Is it going to help you pay your bills? Or is this money that's going to get you ahead? Mm-hmm. You know, if it has all three P's, you like the people, you like the project, and you like the pay, you should take the job. That's like the that's like that's best like case scenario. Best case scenario. You got all three. But like here you mix. are, let's say you like the people, Great you like people. the project. Great project. But the pay is very bad. Okay. I, for me personally, I would still take it Mm -hmm. because with the people, yeah, now you got this new network of maybe this person can network you with other people Mm -hmm. um, or you gain a new friend. Yeah. Or or a new client. Yeah. And then, yeah, that too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So project, you would have so much fun putting this project together or it would be a good part of your portfolio or you're getting some experience out of it. So Uh that's all. So if you have those and then the pay sucks... I would still take the job because you do get two out of the three. Yeah, that's um, the majority. Yeah, or if the project's good and the pay is good but the people suck, mm-hmm. then maybe this is just good money for you to pay the bills. Spend on a producer so yeah, you don't have to worry still, about the people. It still helps you out too. You. you could put this project in your portfolio. Yeah. So if it's, okay, so like that's two out of three Ps. Like if it's one out of the three, mm-hmm. if the pay is good, the people suck, and the project sucks. Yeah. I would highly consider thinking about it because yeah. what if, consider not what if it. like, oh yeah, like this shoot is a lot of money, but these people would just give you the worst time ever. They would mm-hmm. stress you out. The project would be monotonous. Or the project could be something that you'd never want to do. Bad that can, conditions. Bad condition. Oh, no air conditioning in a sweaty room of stinky people. Eric is always putting things into perspective. I like it. But yeah, so like if it's one out of three Ps, you should definitely think about it. Or if the project's good with the people suck and the pay sucks, I still wouldn't take it. If the people suck, I'm sorry. If the, what, I forgot. I mean, as long as it's two out of the three. Yeah. That's the safe way to put it. I, my brain was just like going and. So we got, we got eight total Ps to leave our people with. This is a good way for you, you to you figure out. You remember us as the P-boys, yeah. you know? The P-boys. Yeah, the boys with the Ps. 
Maybe we That's should like a... think of different branding for that. We'll 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 put that on the shelf for now. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of peas going on in the near future. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I mentioned another one earlier in the podcast. Well, can you catch it? Well, re-listen and find out. Rewind. So can we just use like my bio that I wrote earlier for pretend work? So, yeah, we didn't actually rewind. I just said it again. But... Fast forward. Hmm. That so actually sounds like a sad dog. dog. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> poor pup. Don't worry. There's no dogs uh, on set that are yeah. being neglected. That's just a fully artist at work right there, man. We're cool. close to an hour, and I wanted to keep these. My, co- I wanted to keep these podcasts thirty minutes long. Well, so... mine, mine's gonna be long because I uh, I well, talk a lot and I interrupt you. No, but I this is good though. Do a lot of shit that you don't want me to do. No, you're, like every time you try to talk, it's Eric is a. It's funny because I because I, I'll just be like nah, 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 adding no content, but I'm adding words. That's basically how it goes. Yeah. Well, Eric is an extreme extrovert. Oh, I can't say an extreme. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm actually oh, an introvert, so. I felt like bringing him along to the to my first podcast would be beneficial for me. It's a and party. also, uh, it's a podcast party. Eric, where can these people find you? You can find me on the streets of LA, just walking around. No, Eric. I'm, like I'm, you're... I know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. I'm going to get to it. That's where you physically find me. It's Koreatown. <laughs> but I'm down to work anywhere you need me, baby. Anywhere you need me. If you want to find me uh, online... Instagram uh-huh. is the social media that I use the most. What's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram, you got to take out a pen and pencil, ladies and gentlemen. Take it out. Wait, give uh-huh. them a second. Yeah. I'm, or they could just type it into their phones. Okay, let's... It's probably more likely. I think now is the time. Okay, so it's S-H-H-U-H-M-K-N-E-E. Or if you're likely already following Patrick on social media, you can just search for Eric and I'll pop up under the people that he's following. That's true. Unless you want to follow do you, me. Do you have a Twitter? Yeah, same exact, uh, same exact thing. S H H U H M K N E E. What about a website? Do you have a website? Yeah, different spelling. Proper spelling of my last name. How, spell it. S H U M is in Mary, M is in Nancy, Y. That's shumney.com. Dot com. True. I went yes. with the dot com. I wanted to just like keep it a little <laughs> uh, traditional. Yeah. Instead of doing like a dot co or dot, what are they? Got a lot of dots these days. But there are a the lot writers. of dots and a lot of what you, ads. What do you use for yours? Is yours just dot com? Uh-huh. Or is it Patrick dot Yan? It's Patrick Yan doc dot com. Okay. Yeah. See, so P A T R I C K Y A N D O C dot com. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's a good a good one. Nice. Go with the um, dot coms. If you don't have a dot com website, I'm not talking smack. Um, some people it works great with yeah. your name. Some or people something. only need an Instagram, or some people only need a Facebook. But I don't use Facebook. Um, yeah, I use Facebook, but uh, mainly don't, just don't follow you on there. Um, I mean, I guess you want to. I'm Why not? I'm probably not gonna add you for like a week when I check it, but um, yeah. So that's that's where you can find me. Instagram. I also got a website. So if you need to contact me, my contact info is on my website, or you can slide into my DMs. Yeah. 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 So um, the music at the end that we're that everyone's going to be hearing is actually from sky tony beginning too right and the beginning that's right yeah i was just checking you okay <laughs> all right i've been checked nice yeah so yeah it's by sky tony um song is called palm desert yeah sky tony great guy dj yeah. musician um yeah he's also a creative maybe you can get him on the podcast yeah i, I actually asked him he's down oh sick yeah um cool well catch y'all later
Thank you for having me, Patrick. Um, I really appreciate the time that you gave me on this podcast. No, it's great. Oh, I thought, I thought you were gone. Uh, sorry. Yeah, thank you.